Here we go. Maverick Magazine on the air. Connor Watchtel. Wachtel. <laughs> What's that again? Wachtel. <laughs> I was saying right. Boo Earns. Boo Earns, yeah. Nick, Nick Burns and, and uh, Paul Allen here, studio. Thanks, Karen. Getting us set up. Um, we'll have to chat afterwards. I have something I need to say to you. Okay. I think. All right, thanks. <laughs> um, Maverick Magazine on the air. Uh, Connor, this is our, I'm not sure what year it is. That we've uh, been on the air, but Karen has been here for, I think, 27 years, and I think this is our 54th year. We we we, we predate Karen. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is our 54th year. Yeah. Uh, on air with Maverick Magazine, the longest-running small college public radio sports program yep. in Southern Minnesota. Yep. Southern Mini. Natives do not call it Mini. Mm. I call it Mini. I'm not a native. Welcome to Mini. Are you guys coming to Mini? Right here. I've been in Mini for a while. You're a native? Yes. And Burns, you're a native? Yep. Interesting thing about Nick Burns is that he's from Burnsville, Minnesota. Bloomington. <laughs> Bloomington. I never even thought about I knew, that. He's, I knew it was like his default setting was. I was going to say Burnsville. Oh. Like it was named after him. Oh, this is my village. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It takes a village. Uh-huh. Village of Burnsies. Um... <laughs> I think their, their their high school name or their high school uh, nickname is the Blaze. I think. Yeah. It used to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. They switched it. Huh? Oh. Yep. Gotta take a drink of my coffee. All right. Is it good coffee? <sighs> it I, is. You know what? Uh, my sister Sonia sent me uh, a care package a couple months ago. It's actually Tim Hortons. Ooh. Yep. Brewed at home. Nice. Still never had. Yeah, it's delicious. We're biased. I'm not sure, but you know, like. Uh, Minnesota Mini has caribou. Mm-hmm. That's what Tim Hortons is to Canada. Your yeah. thoughts on caribou? I like caribou. Yeah, yeah. Same. We go to caribou quite often, actually. I prefer caribou over Starbucks. Yeah, I think I do too. Although Spar- Starbucks isn't too bad. What do you you have a go to drink when you go to caribou? It's a mocha or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm a mocha too. Mm. How about you, Bernsey? I don't I don't drink coffee, but I remember when I was going back and forth between Minnesota and Tennessee, uh, Rob Shabert. Who uh, was working with down there? Yeah. He always had me bring caribou yeah. uh, down down for him. He's like, "Hey, just just get me a whole bunch of this, please." You were a mule. Yeah, basically caribou mule. Yeah, coffee. Um, <laughs> caribou, caribou mule. The um, the Mavericks continue to roll almost in every spring sport. Um, want to talk about uh, goings on on campus? This weekend, uh, we've got some track going on today at the outdoor track. The highly successful men's and women's track and field teams from Minnesota State. Um, it's a beautiful day. It's I think it was 55 degrees when I came in. We're getting to the 60s, I think, today. Um, we've got home baseball, doubleheader with Augustana today and a single game scheduled for tomorrow. Perfect weather for that. And it's graduation. Connor, are you walking this weekend? No. You're not? No. I guess you probably won't have an opportunity to walk, will you? I think I was supposed to do it last December. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could do it now, too. I'm not sure how that yeah. quite works, but... Yeah, baseball, PA. Did you did you walk for your undergraduate? Uh, no, I did not, because that was the COVID year. Mm. You got a box. Yeah. Got a box. box. Graduation got box. Got a box on a little video. Nice. School did a, a nice deal with that, I thought, yeah. uh, given the circumstances. Bernsey, did you walk? Twice. Had to have, right? Yeah. 
flex. It was more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it was more for the family. Yeah. If, if I yeah. probably had my way, especially the second time around, it's like, ah, come on, I've already done it, you know. But my uh, family was insistent. No, you're walking and yeah. we're going. I'm pretty proud. A lot of proud, yeah. lot, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of proud people because a lot of people didn't think you were going to be able to do it. I know. <laughs> but I proved that. A bit of a surprise. But I proved them Atta boy, all Bertie. wrong. Atta boy, Bertie. <laughs> Oh. Hey, Mom, what's that? I think Nick's graduating this weekend. He is? He is? Yeah. Wow, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm shocked. <laughs> it's like, it's great, but wow. Oh, so how's that baseball team of ours doing? We here? want to talk about baseball because of <laughs> it's so, uh, a, so cou- nice out a, now. a couple things. Yeah, 14-game yeah. winning streak. Yeah. Big time. Yep. Um, there's some a couple things with the series with Augustana. Uh, the schedule makers did a heck of a job, didn't they, Connor? Figuring out that it would be a good thing to have Augustana and MSU play in the last regular season weekend of the year. Wonder how they knew that. I don't know. <laughs> Fortuitous, I guess, eh? Yeah. It just worked out that way, but you got the two, top two teams in the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference mm-hmm. playing in Mankato this weekend and a lot at stake with the uh, uh, NSIC regular season crown uh, still up in the air. And um, regional implications. So yeah. let's let's talk about the uh, NSIC stuff first. With uh, Augustana holds a uh, a little bit of a lead over us, I think. Kenny. Almost incredible given the season that we've had. Actually, neck, they, are we neck second neck? now? Uh, we passed them about a week or two ago. It's winning percentage, right? Yep. Okay. So we they have an it's just looking at I think an eight seven one right now, and then we have a ninety. Okay. In the conference. So, so we were we were talking about the, this morning the mathematics of the best because it's best two out of three series and whoever wins two games will be the conference regular season champ. Yeah. We think, right? Yep. Whoever takes two out of three in this uh, three game series. Um, and then I, I don't know if you want to get into the region stuff right now. No, um, not yet. Okay, not yet. No, we okay. want to talk. We want to talk about uh, this series. Okay. We want to talk about the series between Augie and some of this stuff. And, and I'm not sure how many people are aware of it, but there's. A couple of really cool connections with the the two schools, with not just the fact they play in the same league and um, are former members of the NCC, um, but uh, Tim Huber, the coach of uh, the Vikings, is a former Maverick outfielder. Um, was an All North Central Conference outfielder for us at Bell Plain native. Also, um, by the way, the hometown of Nick Corner, one of your favorite guys. There you go. Yeah, uh, oh. the, the uh, PR guy for the NSIC. Um, also a member, uh, 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 a native of Belle Plaine, but uh, Tim's done a great job with the program over at uh, Augustana. They won a, a national championship a couple years ago. Um, and one of his assistant coaches is Dean Boyer, one of your favorite guys, Birdsey. Yeah. Yeah, Coach yeah. Boyer. So he was, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be around this weekend oh, yeah. for a couple of days. And um, I, wonder, I wonder if he'll actually... Like he's not the number one assistant over there. He helps out with that program, and he lives in Sioux Falls. They, the the Boyers relocated to Sioux Falls after Dean's retirement, um, primarily because um, uh, Dean and Sherry's daughter lives over in Sioux Falls. They have a nice family. Their son-in-law is Jerry Oshesky, the coach of the uh, Augustana Vikings football program and a former assistant coach here at Minnesota mm-hmm. State. And uh, you know how Dean is. He's a baseball guy, and he gets over there and... Um, he's been helping out throwing BP, I think, with uh, with the Vikings the last couple of years. And if I recall, the last time Augustana played here a couple two years ago, when Augie was here, Dean didn't dress for the game. He was in the stands and stuff, but he had you know. Can you imagine how difficult that would be, given his 
uh, tenure here at MSU, yeah. coached for 32 years and um, did such a great job with, with our program. I, I, I think that um, he decided that he wasn't going to dress for those games. Mm. So uh, we'll see today when we get over to Dean Boyer Field yep. uh, <laughs> what the status is of, of uh, what uh, uh, one Coach Boyer is. So that's pretty cool. Um, Augustana's had a, a great year. Uh, we've had a great year. And uh, we expect uh, uh, a really good uh, series on a number of different levels, not the least of which is uh, both uh, pitching staffs are, are really good. And then you probably got two or three players between the two teams that will be considered for player of the year in the in the league. I think Nick Altermott from uh, MSU with what, what he's done. Um has a pretty good chance, and one of the guys from Augustana, I think, is right there statistically yeah, too. There's a guy that's hitting the ball really hard, Carter Howell, yeah. um, from Augie there, and um, I've gotten to see him hit a little bit too in the Northwoods League uh, in person. And it's it's scary. <laughs> yeah. um, so a good hitter. Um, he leads a lot of the top categories and most important categories in hitting in yep. the NSICs of the season. And Altamont, of course, is multi-dimensional in that he pitches. He's yep. one of the top pitchers in the league, and we've got. Uh, of course, Noel at the top of our order. We've got a couple guys with uh, – we've got like a four-man rotation, which is Yeah, you got Klein solid. there. He's another two-way threat, uh, making good use of that uh, Otani rule this year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the – in case you don't know what the Otani rule is, it's when your pitcher hits and then he just switches to DH when you get a really yeah, You don't lose there, the position. So. He doesn't have to come yeah. up. Um, and we've got the returning uh, pitcher of the year in the league in, in Denk, Colin Denk. Yep. Um, so we'll see uh, – uh, how we how we match up against uh, uh, the Vikings? Um, One thirty start today. Yep. Seven and nine. Yep. How it goes, and then uh, seven inning game tomorrow. You bet. Starting at noon. Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, looking forward to that. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little softball. We haven't even mentioned Laurie Myers' crew over in yeah. uh, Rochester. They pick up a nice five inning win yesterday. No hitter from Mackenzie Ward. Yeah. Yeah. They're. Uh on a roll right now, they've won 19 straight. I think they're 45 and 10 now, and um, you know uh, they got uh, Winona State today in the to start off the day today at uh, noon. And uh, of course, a couple weeks back, that's when uh, we saw Mackenzie Ward and uh, Liz Potts for Winona. They both uh, had an, an amazing duel against each other that uh, went uh, Ward Mackenzie's way one nothing. So. And that game starts at noon today, and then the Mavericks will play a second game. To, if they uh, lose to Winona, they'll play right away at, at two o'clock. If they beat them, they'll play at four o'clock. But, um, but yeah, the the softball team's just kind of on a bit of a hot streak right now. Pa, I mean, yesterday it was it wasn't just one person at, at the plate, you know, doing it for the Mavericks. It was just a whole group of people. Uh, Cheyenne Barons, the she was named Freshman of the Year. She got the scoring going right away with a couple of uh, runs in the first inning. Uh, Sydney Nielsen had three runs driven in. I think Kylie Sullivan drove in a run. Maddie Newman and Ellie Tallman are one and two hitters. I think they both scored twice. So it was just a good overall team effort. Then, of course, Mackenzie Ward just doing her thing. You know, I mean, five inning no hitter, her third career no hitter of um, uh, or third or third no hitter of her career, and. Um, think about nine or ten uh, strikeouts I think she only allowed one walk and she hit a batter in the first inning that was those were only two blemishes so it was a really good performance by her and um, you know we'll see what happens here today against uh, Winona I got I got to think it's going to be a rematch between uh, Ward and Potts so that should be a that'll be fun to watch for 
all those softball fans down there in Rochester. We were watching uh, the game yesterday. It was progressing, uh, the Winona game, and Winona was down and had to come back they did. to win that game. Yeah, they were down 7-2 to two going into the sixth inning, and uh, in the bottom of the sixth, they... Uh, they scored six unanswered, or they scored six straight runs, including a grand slam that put them up eight to yeah. seven. And then after that, uh, Concordia just went real quietly in the top of the seventh, and that was it. And then Concordia got bounced. Yeah, they they lost their 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 second game of the day, and that knocked them out of the conference tournament mm-hmm. later on that night. So, win was com- completely taken out of Concordia sales. We're not, are we on the same side of the bracket as Augustana? If uh, we win and Augie wins, we'll face each other in the second game today. Second game today. Yes, if we both win. Uh, that'll, that'll be a big, mm-hmm. big game. Yeah, well, so but um, okay. you know we went one and one against Augie. We uh, swept uh, we swept Winona earlier this year, and uh, Augie's facing St. Cloud. St. Cloud's been making a real good second half push, and uh, we went one and one against the Huskies earlier this year. So uh, and they got so, they got a pretty good pitcher themselves too, I believe. And uh, I think her la- her last name's Jun- Junker, I believe. And uh, so they they it. it, it I would say both of these two games between us and Winona and Augie and St. Cloud could go either way uh, today. So, but we'll have to wait and see. That's why you got to play the games, right? Before we get to baseball regional uh, talk, let's talk about softball regional mm-hmm. talk. Uh, we're thought. I think are we? Where we're are we? third. Third. Okay. We, we've been ranked third the last three weeks. Uh, basically, the top four hasn't changed uh, the whole time. It's been Central Oklahoma, Rogers State, us, and then Augustana. Right. I think Washburn just moved into fifth. That's a team we beat a couple times earlier this year at our early season tournament back in February. And then uh, Winona was eighth, so <laughs> their backs were kind of the wall. Yeah. If they would have lost yeah. that game, they'd we be in real trouble. Yeah. And then Duluth uh, was ranked 10th. Ten- uh, and then I think we've had uh, Southern Arkansas, Harding, and Missouri Western or Missouri Southern uh, in the mix there too. But, yeah, um, so we've been we've held steady at third. Uh there's, you know, you never know. If you if you keep winning, there you got a good chance to potentially move up and maybe take one of those top two seeds to get home field for a sub-region uh, tournament, which would be next week. And I looked at what happened in the MIAA tournament yesterday. Rogers State lost their first game. They did. Eh? They did. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so we're one and zero in our conference tournament. They're zero and one, and we'll see what happens uh, here today with them. I I don't remember who they're facing today, but um, you know, it's, it's it's the same double elimination tournament that they have for their conference as well. Oh no! Wait, oh no! It wasn't Roger State that lost. It was Central Oklahoma. Excuse me. Oh, okay. That, well, that's who lost. The number one seed. Yeah, the number one okay. seed. And we actually have a couple wins over Central Oklahoma hmm. earlier this year. And that uh, we were supposed to go to Emporia, but we ended up, but weather canceled that, so we ended up going to Maryville. We faced uh, Northwest, Northwest hosted us and uh, one other school from the NSIC, and we faced we had double hires against Northwest and Central. Well, Oklahoma. let's let's hope those the wins over. Yep. Um, the Jennies comes into play here. We continue to win, and yeah, and we'll see how it goes. It might be a little bit if if uh, Central rebounds and wins a couple wins. It might be Said Central Oklahoma. Central Oklahoma. Yeah, the Broncos. Central the Broncos, not the Jennies. Okay. Um, well, it'd be nice to move into one of those top two spots, regardless of of what happens. We just need to keep winning and, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Oh yeah, and all the all NSIC teams were announced uh, to. Uh, Mackenzie Ward, pitcher of the year. She's got like 28 wins. She's yep. leading the conference in every pitching category, basically, except strikeouts. Liz Potts from Winona's leading that. Potsy. Potts. Potsy. Potsy. Yep. Maddie Newman, uh, all NSIC first team honoree. Um, you got Cheyenne Barron's freshman of the year. Sydney Nielsen, all NSIC second team. Ellie Tallman, all NSIC second team. And Haley Forshee, NSIC gold glove. So. Yep. Raking in quite a bit of awards, or quite a few awards. And, of course, Ward was an eight-time NSIC Pitcher of the Week this year, so 
Eight out of 13. Wow. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's a good SID in right there. I, I think so, too. <laughs> I think that's very good, SID in. Of course, uh, we're not done yet. Uh, there's also uh, yep. regional accolades that will roll in, yep. and hopefully some All-American recognition as well. Absolutely. Just got to keep so, the season going, hopefully. Yep. So Mavericks uh, today against Winona uh, in the NSIC tournament at noon, and they'll either play again at 2 or 4, depending on if, uh, the outcome of the game against Winona. So. Um, and then uh, regional uh, news for us for baseball, Connor. Yeah, Mavericks remain fifth in uh, this week's edition of the regional rankings. Um, they're thirty and five. They, they checked in thirty and five in D two, and then twenty four and three in the in region record. Um, uh, that's kind of I don't want to call it like a weak point or anything, but um, it seems like a lot of these other teams that are a little bit higher up, they have a couple more games played than us um, in the region this season. Um, at second, actually, is Augustana this week. So that's um, another big point with this series on the season is if we can take two, especially three from Augie, um, maybe, not, maybe knock them out of two and jump right up in there in the mix. Um, Southern Arkansas fell out. They actually switched. Southern Arkansas and Augie switched this week with two and three. So uh, Central Mo and Augie are in the top two spots right now. And uh, Henderson is sitting uh, Henderson State, who we played last year. Um, in the NCAA regionals and beat them. They are fourth in this week's uh, regional rankings. Well, there is a couple things there, right, with um, an opportunity to make some hay, uh, given the fact we play Augustana this weekend, um, and then our conference tournament over in Sioux Falls. Yep. Um, you know, it is interesting that the NSIC works really hard to create some neutral sites, but Sioux Falls is a, is a hub uh, for a lot of this um, postseason play within the league. Uh, you know, we have swimming over in Rochester. We have the softball tournament over in Rochester, uh, mm -hmm. a true neutral site. Um, you could argue that Sioux Falls is not necessarily a, a neutral site, um, given the fact that Augustana and the University of Sioux Falls are both located in that city. Um, I don't know if our, how much our guys really even care about that, but um, if, if uh, uh, you do win the conference regular season, you, you know, you you know, you're the top seed going into the conference tournament and, and uh, uh, relative to who you play, that's, um, I, I give, uh, you know, advantage in the early rounds, supposedly, unless you're a top seed and you get knocked off, mm. right? And then you look at it a little bit differently. <laughs> but um, um, regular season concludes this weekend, conference tournament uh, the weekend after, and then we begin regional play after that. So yeah. um, it's amazing how things roll once you get, uh, past spring break and you sprint towards the end of the semester with some of these things. Graduation this weekend on campus um, with uh, a lot of stuff uh, happening with the games against Augustana and then ceremonies for graduation taking place in, in Taylor Center. So um, yeah, anxious to see how the Mavericks do against a really good team from Augustana and, and uh, of course we have a history with that program and with the connections it's kind of a fun thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to uh, mention? Men's golf. Uh, ben Laffin, the senior from Sleepy Eye, qualifying for uh, regional action. Uh, that's taking place uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow in Noblesville, Indiana at the Purgatory, hosted by the University of Indianapolis, uh, Concordia St. Paul. Won the league uh, regular season championship in uh, conference play in men's golf and is representing the NSIC there. Um, Besides Ben Laffin, there's also a kid from Winona State there competing as an individual. So first day action yesterday, 
Uh, ben Laffin, I think, shot 76 in the first round. He averaged around 70 for the year. So it looks like it's a difficult course and the weather conditions weren't all that great. So he was 60th or tied for 61st, I should say, after the first 18 holes. And they're expecting rain today. So they started the second round yesterday and got, I think Ben got through 14 holes uh, before it got too dark to play. And I just checked the um, uh, leaderboard uh, before I came over here and he has moved up into 50th. I think he shot a three over par today. Um, I, sh- I should say a three over par. I concluded the second round with a three over par and he moved up to 50th um, with a lot of golfers still uh, on the course. So they uh, were planning on playing uh, the second round today. So Ben got his second round done and he'll be able to uh, rest up for tomorrow's uh, final round. They take uh, the top two teams from that regional plus uh, I think the top four, three or four golfers who aren't with the team to the national tournament, which is uh, in a couple weeks in Florida. So uh, good luck to Ben. He's had a great career for the Mavericks, and uh, he always liked those local kids. He's from Sleepy Eye and NSIC um, uh, Golfer of the Year this year and uh, um, really had a a great career. His last two years with Minnesota State really took on a leadership role with that uh, young group under uh, Alex Schmitz, and uh, Todd Finkston has done a great job, I think, in Good things ahead for men's golf. Uh, track and field, as I mentioned, uh, was home uh, Wednesday. They're home today. Um, and uh, conference meet uh, not that far away for them as well. Tennis is done. We had uh, tennis awards come out, right, Bernsey? Yep. Uh, Tristan Bryant-Otaki, uh, she was all in SIC first-team singles. Uh, Elizabeth Felderman, she got second-team singles. And then uh, Tristan and her teammate um, Avery Stillwell got first team uh, doubles honors. So that was a that's a really good showing for us. And we haven't had a first teamer since I think Aaron Streeter, and that was back in 2017. And then of course uh, Ryan Kachera named uh, the NSIC Coach of the Year. Yep, done a great job you know, with I the mean, program. What was our record this year? We were uh, we 16 were, and 10 or something like that. Yeah, 16 and 10, 8 and 3 in conference play. It was our best finish in the conference since, since like for in like yeah, the last finished, five years. Finished fourth, I think, didn't we? Yeah, tied for fourth. Yep. Um, the eight wins were the most in like about, God, could be close to 10 years. Yeah. So it was definitely a really good turnaround, and uh, Ryan certainly deserved that award for no the, the year we had that, you know, this year. And getting getting all those uh, gals in there and making us really competitive. You know, we were not – we uh, competed against pretty much every team in this conference uh, this year, and we gave it a good effort and got to the second round of the conference tournament, ran into Augie, and, I mean, you know, and that ended our season. But – Nothing to be ashamed of there. That's a really, it's a really good Augustana team, and they, you know, and uh, they can definitely uh, keep their chins up with uh, that type, with that season that they had. Did you happen to catch the Minnesota Wild game two nights ago against the St. Louis Blues, Bernsey? Yes. Did you see the pregame? The pregame? Yeah. No, I did not see the pregame. Connor, did you catch the pregame? Hasty. What happened? Um. Mike Hastings, best let's play hockey call of all time. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. Oh, this this comes back to something my conversation I had with Chad Courier. I think it was the best let's play hockey of all time. I haven't seen all the let's play hockey's that the Wild do before their home games. So, but it's the best one I've seen. Yeah. He did a great job. Coach of the Mavericks, of course, uh, at a Wild game they have. Uh, usually somebody local say let's play hockey right before the uh, opening faceoff, right? Correct. So Mike Hastings, three-time Spencer Penrose Coach of the Year, 
CCHA Coach of the Year. Yes. Coach of the national runner-up Minnesota State Mavericks does the Let's Play Hockey, and what happened during the game? Um, the Wild won. Yeah, they destroyed the Blues. They destroyed the Blues <laughs> after 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 not looking all that great in the first one. Yeah. So so there's been sentiment. Maybe they should bring Mike back, and he should do it again. Couldn't agree more. Wouldn't I'm be a bad boat. idea. Well, on that boat. Let's do it. It was really good. He got people fired up. Yeah. The part where he said, this is our house. Was he was really good. just into it. Yep. Yeah. He was into yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of people don't yeah. get into it enough. Can you, Connor, could you do that in front of 18,000 people? Get I up could there, not. Dude? I could cheer. Be like in the seats. But you know what you know you'd, you'd say? I think I wonder if Hasty, how much? <laughs> <laughs> be, be fun to watch a game. It's been a while since I've been to an NHL playoff game. I actually went to, in 91... We saw the Pittsburgh Penguins win, uh, cart that Stanley Cup around Met Center after beating the North Stars. Mm. Sorry to bring that up. I've never been. Went to two games that year in the playoffs, thanks to Angie Holtman and Mark Ryan. Mark Ryan's one of the associate ADs Gosh. at University of Minnesota. That North Star power play in the playoffs was unreal yeah. back then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They were scoring like every, they every were time. Good. John Casey was really good in goal. And yeah, he was. Um, so it'd be fun to see the Wild play. That place looks yeah. electric. All the all the games. Have you guys been watching the NHL games? That, uh, it's they, they, there's four games a night, and they've done a great job of staggering. You can watch almost four games. I know I could be better. I got I to gotta do better. PA. It was unbelievable last night. Yeah. You see the goal that Kale McCarr scored in no, overtime? I did. Easy peasy. He had a great game. So uh, looks like the Avalanche are up two nothing. I think. Mm. Yep. Flames and Dallas. Dallas shut out Jake Ottinger, the Lakeville kid. Pitched a shutout last night against the Flames in Calgary for Dallas. By the way, there is a Jake Ottinger connection to MSU in that uh, he was a freshman at uh, BU when we went out there and played them a couple years ago. And uh, our guys uh, beat up on Jake Ottinger. <laughs> but we swept the we swept swept the Terriers. Yep. Uh, uh, in Boston. Deal? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no, big deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a cool thing. But he's he he's he's a really good goal. I mean, it was really he played great last night. Calgary outplayed him, and he was the difference in the game, I thought. Um, what helped uh, last night? Uh, there are two games. Rangers won last night yeah. over the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Sydney had a nice, really nice goal, Bernsey. Yeah. And my, uh, <laughs> b- my, my buddy, see, the, the, those are two teams I don't really care for. My buddy, uh, Josh, he's a big Rangers fan, and his dad's a Penguins fan, so oh. I, know, I know they're at each other's throats yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a great series. I mean, there's a lot of really good series, and I was there's, there's going to be some good teams – on the sidelines after the first round, if you think about uh, the Blues and the Wild, and somebody's got to go home at the end of that series, I mean, either one of those teams could win the Stanley Cup, and then you've got uh, Toronto and Tampa playing against each other in the first round. Yeah. One of those teams is going to be, Tampa's won the last two Stanley Cups, and Toronto uh, is another team that you know should contend for a Stanley Cup this year, and, and they might be out after the first round. So... Uh, okay. Love this time of year. What's that? Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. They always do. It's been a while since they've won a series, right? Yeah, it's been Like a 20 long years time. or so? Yeah. But they did win the other night, yeah. and kind of handily. So um, they've got a chance. Did the Capitals and Canes play last night? They did. And I want to say Carolina won, I think, because that series 1 1, I think now. Okay. Washington won the first game. That's another great series. Star Power with Ovechkin and, that, and uh, Backstrom. Minnesota Wild legend Nino Niederreiter. Nino, you know it's funny. I was thinking Great about goal. I was thinking. Games. I was thinking about this the other day about uh, Paul Fenton. People are uh, you know like to hammer on Paul Fenton, and granted, he's the one that traded Niederreiter for Victor Rask. I think that was a bad trade. But he also was the guy that drafted Kaprizov. Yeah, I believe right. 
He was. He was. And he's a guy that uh, made a trade to bring in Felino, I think. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of good things. There, there is. Like there, there, there really is. is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not one to jump on. I mean, I think being a GM in the NHL is a, a really tough job. And you, I, everybody's hits and misses, but. Fiala for Granlin. Fiala for Granlin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing against Grant. At the time, at the t- you know, at lot, the time, lot, I don't lot, know. at the time, yeah. a lot of people didn't know who Kevin Fiala was. Yeah. I, I actually, if you watch Fiala, had a chance to watch Fiala play when he was with the Preds. He was pretty good. Yeah, it, inconsistent. Yeah, which was well, you know, an issue. And he's sort of been that way now. But now, I mean, he had a great year this year. Yeah. So it's like anything, and the challenge young guys have in trying to find their spot in an, in any pro sports league in the NHL in particular is because they're all really good players. Is that consistency thing? You have to do it. The really good guys do it every night. The superstars, you know, truly do it every night. Like Kaprizov, boy, he had a great year. And the, and the thing was, he does it every game. You watch mm-hmm. Kaprizov play, and it's like there's something every game. Yeah. He comes on the, the ice. Your seat. Yeah, Connor, you, you played high school hockey. I played a little <laughs> uh, hockey, too. And, and uh, from a goaltending standpoint, you know when the best <laughs> players come on the ice, right? Yeah. You, you say to yourself, uh-oh. I better, I better be especially ready. I'm ready, but I better be especially ready because that guy's probably going to get a chance. And Kaprizov's one of those guys. Um, First guy in wild history to get 100 points in a season, right? Yep, yep. Broke the record, the record for goals in a season. Gabby had that one, I believe. Yeah, hat trick in game two. Hat trick in game two. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Connor, you ever throw your hat on but the nobody ice? Nobody had any more hats. You ever throw your hat on the I ice? I think I would have had to in that scenario. But I think I would have done it the first time, you know. Yeah, first time. Uh, <laughs> who scored his third goal? Uh, yeah, X. X. Yeah, first. yeah. He's a good player. I like him, well, by the way. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, he, uh, he he scored, and everybody threw their hats on the ice. Not everybody, but a lot of people threw their hats on the ice, and then they looked at it and they yeah. said it was offside, right? Wow, a little offside. Um, do the wild? I saw something post game. Do they allow the people to come back and get their hats? Yeah, they do, I saw right? that on Twitter too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's only because it got waved off. Like, do you, you think, think so? Do you I think? don't know. Well, let me ask you this. A used hat. What happens to the used hats? Do they toss them? I've heard they donate them, but I don't know why someone would want to wear someone else's hat. But It's a really cool hat. Yeah. It's hardly been worn because yeah, there's lots I, of those. In that scenario. That those hats are hats. People spend, you know this better than anybody because you've got a great collection of hats. They'll yeah. spend 40 bucks on a hat. Oh, yeah. You ever spend 50 bucks on a hat? Yeah. What the hat you, cost, uh, you bought last year in... Uh, Kansas City cost. I think that one was forty, but yeah, I've done some that are fifty for sure. We'll see, it, it has to be like a special edition one though, or something. Yeah. Well, see, if you're close enough to be able to throw a hat onto the ice in, in the event of a hat trick, yes. wouldn't you want to kind of wear one of your older hats? You know, it's like it's had a good run, and I wouldn't mind parting. It's a with great this point, now. and I think there's people who are much more strategic than I am. Like you go to a baseball game, you bring a used baseball with you. In the event the opposing team. I saw somebody throw, I don't know if it was uh, somebody, a star hit a home run at an opposing ballpark, mm-hmm. and the fan threw it back onto the field. You know how that goes. I don't want, I yeah, don't want that Yeah, you got to throw it back. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could throw it back. Bleacher rule, <laughs> you can't keep a home run hit by the other team. You would think so, but I think some guys bring used baseballs, and they pull the used baseball out of their back pocket. Yeah. You've heard about this, right, Connor? And they'll throw the used baseball onto the field. I did not know that. And keep the, the good, keep the good one. Like like Bernsey, being strategic. I'll, I'll take one of my older hats, and I bet there's a hat trick. I want to I be part of the deal. I'm, I'm going to throw my hat onto the <laughs> ice, but it's one I really don't need anymore. Yeah. It's like it's like you're not sad that you're seeing it go because it's like, you know, I had a good run, and what a way to end it, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> With a hat trick. Like Dex Larson. Do you think he would? 
Oh, jeez. I, I know what you're alluding to there. Come on. I'd throw that hat on the ice. Oh. I would take. I would stick that one in my back pocket, <laughs> and I would throw it. I would throw it on the ice. Oh, there's a whole backstory yeah. we won't get into there. Yep. Okay. But uh, hey, uh, if you're if you're a fan of Minnesota State Athletics, go to our website msumavericks.com. They follow us on Twitter. It's Min State Athletics, um, Facebook. Uh, Minnesota State Athletics, you'll be able to find it somewhere. So I appreciate you joining us again today. Another edition of uh, Maverick Magazine in the books. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Looking forward to some great Maverick action this weekend. It's great to be there.